Hi, trendsetters. Welcome to another episode of That Trendy Therapist. So today I want to talk to you guys about therapy. And more specifically, I want to talk to you guys about how to get the most out of therapy. I feel like this is a really important topic because a lot of people wonder, maybe they've never gone to therapy and they don't really know what happens in therapy and they wonder, what am I really going to get out of it? And also, how can I get the most out of it? Um, Sometimes people go for one or two sessions and feel like, well, that's not what I thought and give up. And then they never really know what they could have gotten from it and how they could have benefited and how would you know, right? If, you, if you've never been in therapy and it's not the kind of work you've ever done, it's hard to know where to start and what to prepare for. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. So before I get into today's episode, I just want to remind you that my book, The Truth Teller, The Truth Behind Our Masks is coming out next Friday, which is the 18th and pre-order is now available on Amazon. So I'm super excited, of course, for you guys to all read it. And yeah, and this topic does connect with the book because I talk in the book about inner work and the importance of inner work. And I talk about my own journey with therapy, which was in my early teenage years and how when I first went to therapy, I cried the entire first session because I thought I shouldn't be there. And I felt complete shame and complete embarrassment about being in therapy. I had never heard much about therapy and I thought it was for crazy people and people that couldn't get it together. Um, and so I had a lot of my own judgments about therapy going into it. Never thought I'd be a therapist. So that's funny how things work out. But um, it just goes to show that You don't know about it until you're actually in it and um, have the language for it and have the experience. So there's no shame in starting from scratch here and getting all the information from somewhere. It's important to learn about and to see if it's the right thing for you. Of course, personally, I believe that everyone can and should be in therapy at some point because I know how beneficial personally it can be. And I've seen how transformative it is firsthand with myself and other people, many other people. So that's how it connects to the book. And I really just wanted to get more into the nitty gritty of how to get the most out of therapy. What I want to start with is to highlight that therapists are not mind readers. That might sound obvious to you, but it's important to discuss up front because a lot of people come into therapy and feel like, all right, I'm here to be helped, so I'm going to sit on the couch or if it's virtual therapy, sit behind the screen and help me out. That's what the therapist is there to do, right? Well, the therapist can only work with what they have and whatever you bring into session is what they have to work with. From there, they will help you to make connections between things and to develop insights and all of that. But you must provide the context for the session. That part is your job as the patient, which means that when you come to session, you need to be willing and prepared to talk about things in your life, to bring things up from your current life, from the past, things that you want to talk about. And also to not have the fantasy that the therapist is going to just be able to read your mind and know what's going on with you without you telling them. So that's just really important to know going in. Um, 
The first tip that I have is to take notes. I find that this is extremely helpful for many of my patients. They take notes between sessions and sometimes during sessions. The point of taking notes between sessions is so that you can remember things that happened throughout the week. They might be little things that like a conversation you had or something you thought about, and that's going to be really hard to remember, especially if you're only going once a week to therapy. So keeping a journal or keeping a list somewhere of bullet points even, here are the things that I want to talk about. And I will have my patients in session with their lists and say, bing, bing, boom, here are all the things that happened. And this is what we go down the list and we discuss them. And that way that we know that we're hitting everything. Also, I definitely think that taking notes during session is extremely helpful to remember things and to reflect on them later because you're not going to necessarily remember every single thing and that's okay. So don't feel that, you know, you can't take out your notebook or have a pen and paper with you. You're more than entitled to do that and it's a great tactic to really get the most out of your sessions. So the second thing thing I have is to be willing to open yourself up. Now, you just need the willingness, right? Like the therapist is the one that's going to provide you with the safe space and they're going to help and guide you to become open and to feel like you can express yourself and all of that great stuff. But you need to be willing. That's really all you need. You need to be willing to be open-minded and be willing to be vulnerable, which is really difficult. But that's something that If you don't have that, it's really hard to kind of get anything out of session because the therapist can work with you and and it can be a struggle because there's resistance there. But the more open that you are willing to be, the better. Obviously, the more that you can then get out of sessions and the quicker that you can get into sessions. And therapy is not a race. It's not, you know, a race against the clock. You can have a therapist for upwards of 10 years and still be working on things but at the same time, obviously, you want to get into the material, the, the really deep parts of the work, as soon as you can. Um, so the more that you can be open to that process, the better. Um, I also want to say that the best predictor of the success of therapy is the therapeutic relationship, which is the relationship between the therapist and the patient. And that is a really important thing to highlight because the relationship that you have with your therapist is essential and if you don't feel that you can really trust this person and if you don't feel that connection with this person and feel like this person is actually understanding you and rooting for you it's really not going to go anywhere so know that you have a choice in that too and they say it takes about four sessions to really tell if the therapist is a good fit so you want to give it a little bit of time but if you're really feeling like hey, this isn't really going anywhere for me. And not just because you're closed, because that just means that you're not, you know, opening yourself up to it. But if you're feeling like the the connection isn't great and you're not feeling heard or understood, or maybe the therapist just isn't specialized in the areas that you want to work on, then that would be an important thing to bring up. I mean, that's an important discussion as part of therapy because, Sometimes you might be feeling like that and maybe it's because like you are closed or because you're not bringing certain things in that maybe you should be talking about. And sometimes those ruptures, as we call them in therapy, or the times that you have sort of this conflict between therapist and patient and you repair them, the rupture and repair is sometimes what really, really 
accelerates the process of therapy. And then you suddenly trust the therapist so much and the floodgates open and then you just get so much work done. So that's important too, because I think a lot of people skip that part. They just make their own mind up of like, this isn't working for me. And then they kind of maybe just ghost the therapist or maybe they just terminate therapy without discussing the reasons why. And any good therapist will ask you to have a termination session, a proper termination session to really discuss what happened, what maybe didn't work well or what did, and just reflect on the entire experience. So always know that no matter what, whether or not you feel like the therapist is a good fit, you owe it to yourself really to have that closure. Um, Just like any other relationship in your life, you owe it to yourself to reflect on it and to use it as a learning experience for yourself moving forward. Um, So four is to ask questions, which again, seems obvious, but a lot of times, you know, you're in session and maybe you're just, you know, half paying attention. You're not fully present. Presence, of course, is on my list as well. Of course, the more that you are present and mindful in the moment, the more you're going to get out of session. But also asking questions. Like there are a lot of things that I'll sometimes bring up in session. Like maybe I'm talking about something I read or the Enneagram personality typing system or something. And um, obviously I'm, I try to be mindful about like, if I'm bringing something in, I try to explain it and not just assume that my patient knows what I'm talking about. But if for some reason you don't know what your therapist is talking about and they didn't explain it, ask, like there is no, there are no stupid questions. Um, it's much more beneficial for you to ask and maybe the answer will open up a whole new category of things that you didn't think about. Um, and a lot of times, you know, those are very fruitful discussions. Maybe the therapist will end up teaching you about something or recommending a book or piece of work to look at that will enhance your experience. Um, It's always good to just have that open dialogue. So if there's anything that you're not sure about, just understand that it's your safe space. It's your time and it's your space and you're paying to be there. So make sure that you're asking questions and don't allow yourself to just be confused and have the time click by and then you just lose lose out on that valuable information five is to openly communicate if something is working out versus if it's not again this is your time so if there's a strategy or if there's something that your therapist is doing that you're like "Eh, you know that's really not working for me bring that up it might be something where the therapist might say, okay, I hear what you're saying and also I think that this might actually be beneficial because of this, but we can still pivot. Of course, if the therapist is insisting on doing something, that might be a question, but also there might be a reason behind it and maybe having the discussion and understanding why the therapist is using that strategy, that might actually be helpful and you might realize, well, maybe it is actually something we should be doing or not. And the therapist should always be willing to hear you out and pivot if something isn't working. Or conversely, if there is something that you're like, that's great and I want to do more of that, that's also really important to highlight. Just knowing again that you are an active participant in sessions and we as therapists, we want to do more of what is working. And um, we only know that from what you're really telling us unless we just read it from your body language or expressions but again the more that you verbalize it the better communication very very important 
Six, to go where you're uncomfortable. So if you're just talking about the weather or what you wore to a party, all right, those things, sure, fun, dandy, great. Not going to get you very far in sessions. Depending on the type of therapy, of course, maybe you're doing some sort of symbolic work and the outfit that you chose to wear is symbolic of something else, sure. But generally speaking, you just want to be able to talk about things that are uncomfortable. That is therapy, right? Like some things will be pleasant to talk about. Maybe you're talking about a newfound love that you have in your life and that's enjoyable to speak about, but you're also going to have to speak about things that are not comfortable, like loss, separation, um, all of that stuff. So you must realize that if you're filling up the session talking about things that are maybe trivial or you know, noticing that you're doing that because you're avoiding talking about something else that maybe is really what you should be talking about, that is something to really notice. And, you know, it's also the job of the therapist as well to notice that if a client is talking about something that, you know, maybe they're filling up the time with these mundane details that you know, all right, there's probably something else behind this. That's also the job of the therapist to kind of navigate through that and to get into the weeds of what's really going on. But if you notice that you're yourself as a patient doing that, that's also really important to recognize and to pivot. Hey, I notice I'm talking about this and, you know, that's actually not what I wanted to talk about this week. Can I actually talk about this other thing? Great. Sure. We'll go where you guide us. Seven, don't have to have, okay, I was saying you don't have to have a bunch to discuss, right? Like sometimes you'll want to cancel sessions because you'll be like, there's nothing going on this week there's no point to have a session. And ironically, a lot of times those weeks will be the times where you have your best sessions because you don't need always a million things to discuss going in. Maybe you had a really, you know, free week. There wasn't much going on. Maybe that's the time where you get into childhood stuff or you get into, hey, I've been really thinking about this thing or feeling a certain way for a while now. And I just want to talk about this feeling and then see where it takes us. That is extremely beneficial work and is important. It's really important to stick with those moments where, and I get into this later about consistency, but those times where you feel like there's not enough to talk about, there always is something more. There's always something to talk about. So even if you're just showing up and you feel like unprepared for session, that's just something to verbalize. Like, hey, I'm not, there's not much going on, but, you know, I've been thinking about this thing or feeling this way or can you help me figure out you know x y and z and then the therapist will help you navigate it but just know that you don't as much as it's helpful to come in prepared to session it's also okay if you don't have things to prepare Um, and it can also just be a continuation of the discussion you had in the week before in the week prior Um, so that's important too there's always a tendency to want to cancel a session when you don't feel like there's a lot to say but Again, therapy is also what happens in those moments where there's silence. There's such a thing called therapeutic silence where the therapist and patient are sitting in moments of silence that, yeah, are extremely uncomfortable, but silence says even more than words can. And oftentimes in the silence is when different truths arise, um, which I talk about in my book. So Don't feel like you have to come in with a list. It's helpful if you do, but it's also definitely okay if you don't. So eight is that it is 
all about showing up, which ties into the last one. The more present you are, the better. And the more consistent you are, the better. You just want to show up. And sometimes that is really the most difficult part of the whole thing is getting yourself to session. Because you kind of know, like, once I go to session, once I'm facing my therapist is when I'm going to have to dig into the hard stuff. And that thought alone might be enough to be like, hey, I don't want to even show up. But just show up. Like, if that is your only job and you get yourself to session, you have done an amazing job because you have fought all those limiting beliefs and fears in order to get there. So you're also showing yourself that you're committed to your own self-work and self-growth, and that's an act of self-love. So showing up is part of getting the most out of therapy. Trust in your therapist. Of course, that's a huge cornerstone of the therapeutic alliance is you need to have the foundation of trust. If you don't trust your therapist, if you don't trust that they're going to maintain confidentiality or have your best interests in mind, then of course you're not going to show up fully and you're not going to want to talk about things that you're feeling shame about or anything like that. So it's very important to, you know, self-inquire with yourself whether you do have that trust in your therapist. And if you're feeling like you don't, again, bringing that up, bringing that up to session. And maybe that is a sign that it's not a good fit with the therapist, but the trust is essential. Lastly, I just want to highlight again, the therapist isn't a mind reader. We're not going to sit there and tell you what to do. Sometimes there's somebody that I've worked with for a long time that will be like, hey, you know, you know that I've been in this relationship for a while. Like, what do you think about this? And maybe we'll get into, well, why are you asking my opinion? And what do you think? And what do you imagine I would say? And all of that. But just know going in that it's not our job to tell you what to do or to fix your problems for you. Our job is to guide you in doing so, is to provide a safe space to to help you to develop insights, to make connections in your life, to provide the emotional support, active listening, to help you strengthen the areas that you need and provide insights and tools and coping skills. These are the things that are the therapist's job. But if you're looking for a quick fix, it's not therapy. And that is really important to know because a lot of times there will be people that come into therapy and say, all right, so what's the quickest way? Like they just want, this is my problem and this is what I want solved and that's it. And honestly, if you're looking for that, you're probably not in the right place because therapy is usually is never just about one thing. You might come in thinking that you're going to talk about this one topic and maybe that is the highlight and that's the forefront of your sessions, but usually it ends up developing into more because one thing will lead to another and then again you're developing insights into oh wow well this is similar to this thing that I've been talking about or this happened in childhood and what does that mean and what does that say about me and there's all of these things that come up in the process so again being open to the fact that therapy does require patience and it requires consistency and trust in the process and if the more that you can trust in the process and continue to show up the more you'll get out of it. And that's really the bottom line. So going in knowing that this is a time for you to show up for yourself. It's a journey. It's not going to look clean and tidy all the time. There will be sessions where you're just like, what the hell happened? Or, you know, I don't really understand this or whatever. And those are the sessions where 
a lot of work is happening and then you'll see in the next few sessions things will become clear but you have to stick with those uncomfortable process or uncomfortable moments to get there so that is kind of what to expect and how to get the most out of therapy if you guys have any questions about this topic i would be happy to discuss further and once again the book is coming out my book the truth teller the truth behind our masks august 18th please pick up a copy i would be so so honored and grateful if you do so and thanks for listening i will talk to you guys next time bye